0: I want to maybe say something a little bit controversial. So, welcome to
1: part two of Fencing Podcast, episode four. Uh, I'm Sean, and I'm Gavin, Uh, and here we go So, shall we uh, turn our attention to some some senior results? Yes, it's been loads of stuff to go through. Yeah, uh, busy old time. So, since since our last one, first one, I've actually happened pretty much the same time as we we released our last podcast. That's right. And we've we've been talking in the aftermath of the interview with uh, with Dan Kellner saying that, oh, well, American success largely has been at foil and sabre so far. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the huge number of very good American cadets saying that, oh, well, American success in, in EPI is, you know, is in the post. We shouldn't have long to meet. Yes. So it turned out we only had about a day to meet. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, so, the, the, yeah. <laughs> so Women's EPI World Cup in, in Suzu in China. yep, uh, And a, a surprise winner, um, but a pretty convincing one, uh, Anna van Bruen of uh, the USA. Well done, Anna. Um, yeah, I mean, wasn't really... Around, I mean, I think she was ranked 180-something from the world going into the competition. Really? Yeah. And, Amazingly. Uh, Sweat through the field uh, to, to take first place. Um, beat some beat some very good fencers along the way. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's a delightful triumph for, mm-hmm. for American American AP. I mean, there's just some
0: pretty good... I mean, I'll just have a quick look down to the list just to remind me of some of the names. And, yeah, there's some of the big ones are there. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's
1: anybody... Yeah, only anyway, be missing that I could I could really spot, but yeah, yeah it was a a grand day out again. Sadly, no no life feed for that yes. one, so I, I've not seen any actual action. No.
0: But and some of was just a shrug. I mean, we don't know what she we what she fenced so. So I haven't looked. So
1: yeah, so um, hard hard for us to tell. Mm-hmm. But whether it looked great or whether it looked rubbish, it's uh, it's still a World Cup win. Clearly not to be sneezed at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a big breakthrough for uh, for Miss uh, Van Berumen. Yeah. So who did she beat in the final then? <laughs> ah, uh, Bazura of the uh, of Ukraine. The uh, Ukraine went on to win the team event, actually. Oh, right, OK. Um, so, uh, yeah, again, so, reasonably well-established. Yeah. Yes, sir. Russian Luganova, who won the first women's world cut of the season. Uh, I can't remember where it was now. Oh, that was in Tallinn. Finished third. Uh, she's world number one at, war, mm-hmm. uh, at the moment. So, while well, I was slightly uh, scathing about how old she is or 36. Yeah, she was world number one in the uh, she's winning, winning in middle yeah, yeah, she's pretty so, yeah.
0: handy uh, maybe, maybe a bit of Life right Yeah obviously. yeah. We do want to mention our favorite <laughs> <people> Hungarian <laughs> again oh, Do we? Yeah, but yeah, will not, we'll not And then obviously we've got a Korean there at number, at number Well, yeah And the a song as well Do we know who, who beat who here uh, in the semis? Yeah, Basura
1: beat uh, Luganova in the, in the Right, right final. okay uh, And Van Brummen beat, uh, beat Song in the other semis
0: Wow. Oh, okay, cool And,
1: and uh, uh Close final score was 15-13, I think it was. Oh, right,
0: okay.
1: So, yeah, but um, as I say, no live feed. I'll not, I'll not launch into my full rant about how, how annoying <laughs> I find that. It would have been nice to see that.
0: Um, yeah, it would have been lovely.
1: and sort of, a sort of breakthrough moment for, uh, for a, an emerging fencer. Yeah, and
0: again, someone else had to stick on fencer watch. Yep. You know, yeah, like, it's a kind of growing list now. It is, it's getting kind of pretty big.
1: I mean, as, as we said earlier on, I think first, no, probably second, second podcast where I was kind of doing a season preview that, that's one of the things that's exciting about the start of a new Olympic cycle mm-hmm. is who's going to, who's going to emerge. And there have been some already uh, that have, have, uh, sprung you know, the, our celebrated Iranian main sabre team. Yeah. And, and here's another one to, add to that I, I think so. And name that, you know, we couldn't really out mm-hmm. a few months ago, uh, spring into the, spring into the form. So that's, that's about all of those report on, on Suzu. See, see. Again,
0: on the basis that we don't have a whole lot to, to watch and, and comment on. Yeah. Right, so what do we have next? We've got Buenos Aires, the Men's Epee uh, yep. World well Cup. I'm um, just going to get some results from that. So I've got the hand that we have, Yeah, there we go. So
1: and again, Buenos Aires. How much have I feed have we got there? Zilch. Zilch. Absolutely mm, nothing. Thing. You yeah. managed to find one tingle bit of footage for the, the end of one of the semi-finals. That's right. It was uh, someone
0: had recorded it in the crowd on the phone.
1: Yeah, so high, high quality stuff with uh, mm-hmm. detailed and insightful commentary. And thanks to that guy, brother. Yeah, yeah. there was something. something. Going, yeah, you know, <laughs> the results aren't just made up. Yeah, there was some fencing going on.
0: Yeah, and I know this is great radio. And all, I'm just going to describe it because it was clearly, <laughs> it was it was obviously a hall, and it was clearly in the corner of a hall, and there were people watching through a fire escape, and there was a bunch of people sitting in the bleachers, but but there was clearly no cameras or anything like that. So there was obviously no chance that we were going to be getting anything. It wasn't a disaster. There was just there was no chance we were getting anything out of this right. one. Uh, which is a real shame because uh, it looks like it was uh, quite a good event, if I'm completely yeah. honest with you. Yeah, it was up there in the business Yeah, thing. so, uh, well, it's, it's our man, isn't it? He's what? Yep, our yep. young, young cream, Mr. Yep. Park. Mr. Park. Sangon Sa- Park. Mm-hmm. Sangon Park. And he beat uh, Marco Fuchera, um, who actually I wasn't that familiar with, if I'm completely honest with you. Right. Uh, so it was nice to see him actually fencing in the semi against Yannick Burrell. Mm hmm. Um, Because you got that, he was quite sort of quite interesting, defensive, quite sort of dynamic.
1: Yeah, quite active, uh, quite active. um, Hard, hard to do a whole lot of attacking and pressing against Burrell. you're going to spend a lot of time going backwards and watching near the back row, back back line. But the bits I've seen of Sherry does that does that very well. Mm -hmm. keeps keeps the opponent he's he's pressing, guessing and working hard. And uh, And I I
0: thought Burrell looked like he just didn't have an answer to him because it was quite comfortable. I mean, Burrell comes back, but it it was quite comfortable when I thought. I mean, this is the only thing we've got to talk about, so I'm going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, so. <laughs> make, make the most of that three-minute clip that you found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was quite good. I'm going to keep an eye out for Fuchera. I think, I've add him to the list of <laughs> things we're watching. Yeah. Uh, that might just be that I've overlooked him in the past, you know. Uh,
1: uh, maybe, no, I mean, he's been on the Italian team, well, I certainly he's in the Italian team for the start of the season, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think he has been for a wee while,
0: so uh, he maybe uh, he's skied your, your days up tonight. Yeah. But, uh, and then other, other bronze medalist there uh, was a uh, so... Good day out for the French. Two mm-hmm. bronzes, it's pretty good. We'll yeah. Italy, Korea coming out on top. That's very, very good. Yeah, good to see Park backing up his is brilliant uh, yeah, real good. with
1: a, with another win. Without having to wait too long, Cause I think he went in last thirty-two or that's something right. in He's slightly worried about Flash gone. Yeah, yeah, but no, back back with another win. So yes. that's so he could be one of our emerging stars that we're, we're kind of looking out for more. Well, yeah, again, we're sort of looking for who's going to going to be a sort of dominant mm-hmm. figure in each whip, and some end and maybe maybe nobody emerges uh, something that's some of the harder to do mm-hmm. in in EPI than it is in some of the other weapons, yeah. but yeah, part part of looks the looks the real deal based yeah. on you know two wins out of the last three. Yeah,
0: so it's good good going, going for there. Um, obviously they had the team event there as well, and it was Russia took that one in the final against France. Yeah. Oh, and oh, my uh, right.
1: slight mention on the, the team event. We were talking about Bern. We said that uh, Nikita Glassdorf won who won in Bern. And yeah. um, I don't actually really emphasise, and I don't think I was entirely aware of how little senior experience basketball had. Because we both said that we recognised the name. Yeah. But if you actually look back at his results, he's hardly done anything seniors. And, and I think he actually went into Bern even lower rank than uh, Van Broomen was uh, going into. Oh, wow. he'd, I think he'd made one last 64 or something and I'd you know, knocked out in the first round. I mean, he had no junior World number mm-hmm. one. I think maybe I saw him fencing uh, as a junior because he is still quite young. He's only 23 or 24. Yeah. But he did make it into the Russian team for, uh, for, for the outing in Buenos Aires. Mm-hmm. Didn't start all the matches. I don't think he finished in the final. No, but no. Um, clearly, uh, if you win a World Cup, that's just about
0: enough to get you used yeah. by, the,
1: by the Russian select.
0: And he made a 32 this time around as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a good result. It's not brilliant, but it's a good result. Yeah. yeah more, so, more World Cup. Yeah. World Cup on course. the bank. Yeah. So, I mean, let's look at the team. What did we have again? We had, uh, yes, Russia beat France. So that was good for Russia because it didn't really do very much in terms of the individual. The top rank Russian was in the top twenty. Yep, that's right. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, there we go. In top sixteen. It was knock uh, in the top sixteen. I remember. Did look at this, and then but they actually came out on top of the, the team. So that's good for them. Yeah. And France, France are a really solid team and, and mm-hmm. for a very
1: long time. So they're quite yeah, settled. They're, they're good. They are good.
0: Yeah. So I wonder if they start to feel the. I wonder when they'll start to feel the loss of uh, Aubry. Or do you think they've got enough coaches in, in the background to really. Probably too early to say
1: because they're not going to have forgot, forgotten everything that he's no, seen no, over the last no. you know, last four years. Mm. I'm, I'm not sure who's taking this place actually, uh, again, because there was no, no live feed. Yeah. Um, you couldn't pick a, a face from the, from the yeah. French box to see who's, uh, who's running things now. Uh, I suppose that is the kind of thing with French fencing. There's so many fences with so many coaches that, yeah. in terms of continuity, all right, losing somebody like Obi uh, is going to be a loss. But they're not going to be scrabbling around going, no, no. oh my gosh, who, who, who yeah. we, to, we, don't, we don't have anybody else. Mm-hmm. So there'll be somebody who's stepped up. So um, yeah, we can rely on having a bit of continuity in, in French fencing. Mm-hmm.
0: And some equips that sort of run up to the final, you know, f- to get into the final, uh, France beat Hungary. It was quite a close match. And well, we're guessing it was quite close. The scores were uh, 43-36. But the Russia beat the Czech Republic. Yeah, because we, we mentioned that, was it? Cause it was a Czech fencer that finished second at
1: one of the Junior World Cups. Yes. And we sort of said, "Hmm, Czech Republic, no, not not a fencing powerhouse." And yet, yeah, here they are, semi semifinals. Yeah, uh, they semi-final I
0: mean, I'm, I'm dredging my memory, but they have produced the odd good FPS, the Czechs. Right, But are not loads, if you know. Yeah, so they're, they're producing them. They're competent. It's obviously that kind of. Uh, Eastern European area, so there, there is some fencing out there. So. Yeah. But the interesting thing about the Czechs, they beat my favourite team, they beat the Swiss. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get that off my chest. I <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. i some consoling words, but I, yeah. I, I, I can't. Yeah. So, one of those days where flamboyancy doesn't win any. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well we, didn't see, we didn't see the Czech fans over this in the live, stream they, well, might live been, stream. they might have been incredible. They might have been incredible, but
1: it's not the Swiss team. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's, that was Maine Zeppy from Buenos Aires. Uh so next up, uh first Women's Table World Cup this season mm-hmm. uh from Orleans, France yeah. and Globalist French, they do do a big live stream. Um yeah. so we had uh all four pieces live streamed from the last sixty-four of us. Yeah. In, intelligence any commentators and um yeah, lo- lovingly presented, yes. So that that was great. So there's a, a kind of side story in this one as well was that it was Ariana Urigo's first outing at well, in the Women's saber World Cup.
0: Oh yes, so yes. um, it right. is.
1: so uh, kind of makes we came for it. Her had uh, defence the pools, goes in unranked, uh one feed lost two, I think it mm-hmm. was in her her pool, won her last ninety six fights in sort of preliminary D, um and then the last sixty four so they're an absolute something off. Kosnyak- uh, yeah, Sofia Posniakova of Russia, yeah. something something bad like fifteen four or five. But you know, if we were looking forward to there you go, sort of switching to doing some saber yeah. and just sweeping through the fields in a sort of majestic fashion. Um, I think it's pretty clear now that, that that's not going to happen, or it's not going to happen immediately. No, it's early days. It's the first out time. She's got some more cut points now, so she'll no longer be turning up as the as the 999 in the pools. But yeah, she looked against Kostinikova. She looked like a foilist uh, with a saber mm, in her hand. Yeah, okay. so, uh, we, don't, we
0: don't see very much of that these days. I mean, do you remember what she was like in the pools? I didn't see it because mm-hmm. that, that wasn't
1: televised. It was only the mm-hmm. uh, it was only the last sixty four hours that was streamed. And yeah, the other thing to mention about this before we actually get into the sort of business end of it was that it was a, a, good to see from a British perspective. It was a very young British British squad yes. in in for that event, including including three sort of local ones for us for us Scots uh, from South Osian, Jane Hansen, Jess Corby. And Kate, uh, um, well, so what's her, what's her name again? Deacon. Deacon, that was it. Yeah, yeah, sorry, i was Kate struggling, Deacon. struggling with the name there for a moment. Okay. So Um, so yeah, good, good to see them there, uh, making the sort of first steps in senior world cups and, um, a couple of other young bricks as well. So, uh, they didn't exactly set the world alight with the results, but important and encouraging that they're, yeah. that they're going to these things. Kate finished
0: if so I remember correctly, is that right? Uh, she did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She, she made it out of a pool. I think she, now uh, did she win a preliminary? I think she and did. then lost her second one. So, so finish the... somewhere in the top ninety six, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is a, again a perfectly respectable uh, result for a for a first outing at that level. Yeah, this year's there she is there in fact Yeah, 90 ninety. Ninety.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, ninety one,
1: sorry, sorry. misread that. So yeah. So good good to see the British girls out, out in force. Yeah. So it's been uh women see after London was oh, it's it's been, been a bit old old old, old, little yeah. bit in the doldrums So yeah. yeah, good to see them um out uh, out in indecent numbers it seemed to walk up again. Uh, so getting to the business end of it now. I would sort of watched bits and pieces during the during the course of the day. I suppose the kind of early results round that, that was a, a surprise was winning winning Olympic champion um diving out in the last 32 I think it was. Let me have a quick check on that. Oh, no sorry, last 16 uh Janet yeah, no, went out in the last sixteen um you know so sort of not, not being able to reproduce her form from real from uh, but one of the, I don't know, tragic figures probably is slightly too strong a word uh, from, from Rio. I know it was a uh, cause for a bit of debate, but most of the people I've spoken to saying that the, the semi-final where uh, Manon Bruni of France uh, mm-hmm. lost out of the uh, 15-14, perhaps a little harshly, mm-hmm. she's then bounced back, bounced back at the first uh, Women's Sable World Cup of the season yep. uh, to sweep to victory. And she looked fantastic, uh, yeah. I must say, I, I watched... All of the last eight months, and she looked great. Good, um, yeah, smart, varied,
0: yeah,
1: hit all ends of the piece.
0: She looked good yeah. in that fight you are talking about as well. It's just a shame it didn't go away. So
1: yeah, so again, it's a this sort of emerging star. Mm-hmm. She, she looked uh, she looked at very much the real deal um, yeah. with with the women all on. Maybe,
0: maybe. Was, Were there any Americans in the Olym at all? and um, there were, but none of the team from real. Oh right, okay, because so, they're not very high at all. But... Yeah, uh, three of them carrying, carrying injuries, I think. Uh, right,
1: okay. And, and some sort of delaying their, their return to action. Mm-hmm.
0: The highest one I can find is a 64. Yeah.
1: So, as uh, so so I say, another none of, none of kind of uh, regular starter's last okay.
0: years were, uh, were there. So, so she beat uh, Jeon Kim of Korea?
1: Yeah, um, obviously, the Korean men's men's socars are probably more more, more noted, yeah. but um, yeah, one of the Korean women up there uh, mm-hmm. taking taking second place, and then two Japanese. Astonishing. Taking, taking the third, uh, taking the two third places, um, and they were good. I hadn't really registered Japan as being no, no. being a, a force at uh, at women's saber. No. Uh, they were properly impressive and uh, they really convincing in their, their wins in the in the last eight. I uh, like again uh, plenty of variety in their fencing.
0: Just, uh, um, did they have the East Asian style? You know, the high work, uh, high work rate, immaculate footwork, um, very that. very immensely fast
1: footwork. Yeah. Neither of them, neither of them big. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of divergence of the species that uh, John Salford talked about when <laughs> he said, you know, yeah. what's going to happen to sub-browers. They, they were definitely the sort of uh, smaller, more compact. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so the mobile range of, of that, of, uh, you know, the type of sub that you might, you might see yeah. being successful. So they, they, they were a good value as well. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching them. So that, um, and again, thank thank you to France for your determination to bring a quality life to, the, to, the, to the, your adoring public.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to have to double-check because I haven't a chance to watch any of this. So I, I think I'll we'll need to at least watch the finals here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely worth it to, to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, your aim, your aim oh, cool. Really impressive. Definitely, we'll do that. Uh, oh. And I think our next one is, uh, is Men Sabre and Pure in Hungary. Oh, no, no, we should have a Men's nice foil one. Oh, you've skipped one. Have I? Oh, is it Tokyo?
1: Yeah, Tokyo. Really, really surprising. You know, I might have almost forgiven Buenos Aires. I suppose I um, didn't have a live feed. Uh, yeah, um, the one in China. Yeah. But I could not find a live feed from Tokyo, which I, I was <laughs> really, really surprised and disappointed with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, I can't, can't really give much of a report on the action, except to say that, well, we're, you know, second world, men's foil World Cup this season, but another American winner. Now, sure. Miles Chanley-Watson does his thing, he does roughly once a year of suddenly turning into a, a fencing god, swooping all for him, mm-hmm. and, uh, and winning the
0: final in, in Tokyo. And the, good thing, the other good thing about this is uh, it's a fence that I really rate I've always rated him as Evola come on second Yeah Yeah I've got mixed feelings about Evola That's some lovely stuff but the
1: fact that he's been so close so often and so rarely turns into an actual win again in Tokyo finishes second kind of bothers me that he's not it's not really quite the real deal.
0: Well, obviously I, like, I like guys who oh, come second. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes, clearly. <laughs> I like guys who come second. That's what it. That's what. That's what it is. I think. I just like the way fences. It's something I just like the way fences. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's nice to watch. Yeah, it doesn't turn
1: into World Cup wins and Grand mm-hmm. Prix wins nearly often enough for for my for my taste. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's sitting about what fourth or fifth in the world Bank. He's
0: yeah. consistent.
1: Yeah, it's definitely.
0: Yeah, consistent. You know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why. Yeah, the fact that. You should win
1: more.
0: <laughs> That's my advice. Win more. Yeah, win more. Well, maybe there's something there about changing. Maybe he needs to change his regime slightly, or or maybe he needs to work with a different coach for a little bit, learn something new, or something. I don't know. I mean, for whatever it is that Avola needs to do, you know, he's going to do it. Well, I hope he does, that, I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then obviously we're, we're into our bronzes here, so we've got our, our, our man, the coolest Frenchman on the planet. Yeah. Erwin uh, Lipichu. Yeah, doing doing it for himself rather than uh, carrying the
1: team this time around. Yeah. A uh, bronze there for. For the yeah,
0: so it's a good one. He doesn't win very many, he doesn't get this ta- high in the table very often these days, yeah.
1: Um, Well, yeah, over the last year he's done not too bad. I, mean, he's, I think he's up in the top 10 now in the, yeah, the oh, individual yeah, rankings. Right. But yeah, uh, yeah nice no, uh, team picking up a, a medal. Man. Yeah, as a you pointed out, I think I've found myself outed as a, as a Lepesu fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, I, and I'm fine with that, so yeah, nice yeah. team picking up a medal. Yeah, so our other bronze medalist is Paroli. Yeah, again, a slight surprise one. Not, not one of the um, stars of the Italian nope. team normally, but um, yeah, good result for him. And the other thing to note from a, a British point of view was um, on, only one Brit went to Tokyo. Uh, ben, ben played to make the trip. All right, right. Uh, None of the other weeks went out in the early 80s in ninety oh, the, the, the six, uh, not not the best weekend for for them, but no. uh, you know a tough one. Yeah,
0: no, because uh, I mean just outside of the top four here, we've got the likes of uh, we've got uh, Massiolas, Garozzo, Kleverink, uh, Saffin's there. Oh huh? yes, actually, that's another thing. point worth
1: making. Um, uh, Benjamin Brink, uh Olympic champion in two thousand eight, sort of following two thousand eight, he's kind of. Drifted in and out of the sport and was largely not really doing anything very much no, that's like right. about a year ago. And then in a state of sort of panic, I think, German fencing kind of dragged him back in to try and rescue their um, effort to, to qualify for the Olympics. And he didn't do very much at the sort of individual level, uh, turned up at a few World Cups. and basically just looked a little bit too, too rusty and off the pace mm-hmm. to, uh, to salvage their team. But he's, he's carrying on and, yeah, good, good result from there in Tokyo, yeah. so good to see him back. Obviously, I didn't see the no live stream for Tokyo, so yeah, I couldn't tell you how he's fencing, but mm-hmm. the bits I have seen, it looks like, you know, it looks like Kybrinkov Clark- five years ago, eight years ago, ten years ago. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, he was in the era when, just yeah. before the, the, just before the change, the big change. Yeah, the so climate. both sides, both yeah. sides of it, yeah, and mm-hmm.
1: um, certainly that certainly at World Championships before the timing change in 2005, mm-hmm. and as I say, Olympic the champion in 2008, so yeah, uh, good to see him. In fact, making an can to himself
0: at the top end of World Cups again. Again, it's just a real shame that we don't actually have a feature because it looks like just about anyone who, who is anyone is in this list. Yeah, uh, after the sort of first uh, World Cup of the season in Cairo, there was quite a few people missing from that. Mm-hmm.
1: Apart from the Brits, it was pretty much a full turnout for this one. Yeah,
0: so it's a real shame we didn't get to see it.
1: Yep, social Tokyo. Yeah, team results. Um, Russians were back, having, having missed Cairo and Julie won the USA in the final. Italy taking third, and again the Young Japan team making its mark to the fourth place uh, in the team event. So, good for them,
0: yeah. hometown and all that sort of
1: stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'd like I say, I'm encouraged by the, the, the prospect for the Japan men's volleyball team yeah. in the long term.
0: We talked last time about you know because obviously you know we you, you, we've really great Ota. Really mm. really yeah, of course. I am. And yeah. he was like a big star for them, yeah. And everyone else is kind of in a different I, tier. Like the world. A of the second division, yeah. yeah, But They're good, right? But they're not just in his league, you know. Uh, so it's good to see them, that they're able to sort of turn out a decent team again. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see what they've done
1: with that. They've, they've largely cleared out the old um, team members, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, it's a very young team. So mm-hmm. that's,
0: that's good to see. And I have a quick check. Looks like top-rated individual was uh, Saito in um, top 16. Yes, uh, individual results were... Yeah, just, just, to go, just to go look back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weren't, weren't brilliant. Mm-hmm.
1: So that brings us right up to, uh, right up to date this weekend, um, just past, so we're recording this on the 5th of December, mm-hmm. so the weekend we had our second Men's World Cup uh, and the second Men's Sabre World Cup of the season yes. uh, in Dior in Hungary. Mm-hmm. Now our our heroes of, of uh, Dakar, the Iranian Men's Sabre team, <laughs> were saying, oh, I all mean, right, this is great, you know, um, a win for the underdogs, the forward to seeing them producing again for you know, more often in the the rest of the season, they, uh, they, they were a new show in Georg, no no uh, Iranians whatsoever, so uh, that makes
0: them very hard to, hard to track. It's, it's, a, it's a real disappointment, because I was kind of over the moon last time that uh, Iran had won.
1: Yeah, that's sort of a brief <laughs> moment, <laughs> I think. You know, yeah, brilliant. That's, that's fantastic, you know, and we want to see more of that. Yeah. You know, It's a, a team you suddenly uh, have, a, have an interest mm-hmm. in, because they've done something amazing, and then you know, the next one, they're, they're not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can we think of money, do you think? I have no idea. I have no idea why they won't. were. I tried to contact the Iranian team. This is true. Mm-hmm. And yes, I haven't been no able idea. to get a hold of them. So, if anybody who knows anybody on the Iranian the uh, sort of fencing scene, listen to this. We would like, if assuming they can speak some English, we would like to speak to somebody on the Iranian team, preferably uh Abidini, uh, oh, sorry, Abidini. Yes, uh, I think it would be quite good to speak to these guys. Yeah, get, get some just to hear what they have to say because I'm, I'm quite curious about them. Yeah. Um, so,
1: but anyway, in the in the absence of any uh, Iranians, um, everybody else was there. And just to show how clever our podcast is, uh, one of the one of the names that uh, John Salfield picked out as someone to keep a, an eye on this season uh, was the young Korean mm-hmm. uh, Sanguk Ko, Oh, who uh, duly swept to his first senior World Cup title. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't actually seen him defend, defend before uh, this weekend, and again, there was a live feed from, from Hungary for this one. Mm-hmm. And he was properly genuinely impressive. Really um, good. Yeah, and just exactly as John John described, very tactics. Uh, he's a big unit. He's a big guy, and he faces in the final oh. against his teammate Gu. Yes, uh, who is kind of your archetypal Korean men's sabreur—big, strong, powerful, mm. uh, very fast, very physical. Uh, he was made to look a bit weedy uh, oh, really? next to next to young Gu, but yeah, properly properly impressive. Having, having something special in his uh, kimchi, maybe. <laughs> maybe. You know? Yeah, whatever it is, it's, it's working for him. though. He, he, looked, uh, he, he looked immense. First outing of the season as well for um, Aaron Salaghi, the champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's the last eight. He That's right, lost yeah. it to Bolewood Aperty of France in the last mm-hmm. and, and Yeah, it wasn't that close, actually. It looked a bit rusty. Oh, right. but, uh, good to see him back, uh, back in action, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Aperty taking the, uh, the bronze medal uh, along with another Hungarian, yeah. um, uh, uh Sats- Satsmari, I don't forget how you pronounce it. Yeah. So yeah, good of it. Didn- didn't watch masses of it. Uh, I've pretty much been watching most of the Touring Grand Prix, which we'll get to in just a moment. Yes. Uh, but as soon as I finished, I was uh, I switched over for it mm-hmm. to catch uh, most of the last week, in the semi-finals and yeah, finals. I didn't have a chance to watch any of this, so I'm just uh, relying on what, what you've watched actually. Yeah, it was good. And in terms of how the, the 3 meter on guard line affected things, it didn't seem to cause any huge problems. Mm-hmm. As I said before, after the, after the first one, maybe a, a little bit less of people making massive long attacks from, from the on-guard line like four meters apart, um, and again, the referees seemingly happier to, to split actions, which at first glance appear to be simultaneous, and the seem quite happy with it as well. So
0: We still don't really know if it's the timing change, or the three-year change, which has caused that. Well, the three-year change in the well,
1: in splitting simultaneous action. That, that has to be the entities rather than the timing change. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there's very, very few times where you could actually successfully launch a, a, an attack on preparation mm-hmm. outside the outside the middle of the piece. So. I'll
0: need like to listen to John Sofie's description of how it's all supposed to be. Yeah, have another listen and actually to watch, do do some of the, watch some yeah. of the action
1: uh, and see how that, that fits. But uh, he seems pretty much spot on mm-hmm. how in it's, how it's developed. But apart from the fact that... Uh, uh, let's say first glance these actions mm-hmm. are, are being split and the referees seem confident and comfortable with it and the fencers largely accepting it you know as much as you as much you can expect uh super urge to agree about whether the referee's right or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You know, it's still like, it's still a fair bit of a video opinion, mm-hmm. but no no great outrage about it.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So that was yeah, that was good. Team event. On the Sunday didn't watch any of this uh I must admit uh but uh, an Italian win uh, they didn't have an outstanding day in the individuals, but uh, fairly comfortable in the team event. Korea, despite the success in the individual the day before, taking second place mm. with uh, Russia third. Now, I think that I, I'm not totally sure about this. I need to go back and check. But I'm going to say with reasonable confidence that this, I think, was the first item for the Russians. I don't think they fenced in Dakar. Oh,
0: well, uh, I got to double check that. Yeah, I, I don't think they did. Mm-hmm.
1: In fact, I'm sure they didn't when I think about it, because right. that was one of the teams that we mentioned that were missing from the team event. Yeah. Uh, Iran won.
0: Yeah. Iran had to beat all the, everybody else that was there though to win. Yes, so. pretty much. But uh, yeah, Russia Russia back in action um at
1: this one and taking part in the team event. So that that wraps things up from Hungary. Oh yeah, France sorry, France Fourth. Yes. So there we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh so that was men's Saber from in from Hungary. So that brings us up to our our first Grand Prix of the season. So uh, the FI's showpiece events. Different formats from the World Cups, men's and women's, at a single weapon, at yep. one place, new team events, run over three days, as always, beautifully presented. It's a yeah. lovely haul. I mean, that was, it yeah. was a genuinely lovely haul. with great. Live feeds, covering all the pieces from the last yep. onwards. Green Bashir, back in the, mm-hmm. back in the commentary seat. On his own this time, uh, no, no David King. No, nope. miss him. Well, nobody's reading the score, right? Eh? Yeah, okay, you could, but you could manage that on your own, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so no David King, but, uh, Queen, <coughs> back in action, uh, and joined by a couple of interesting guest commentators, yes. That worth mentioning, mm-hmm. um, Lawrence Halstead, uh, recently retired British men's foilist, um, <coughs> sharing the commentary box for, for the later stages of the, the, the women's foil, uh, last 64 onwards, um, on the Saturday, and Alex Supanich, another men's foilist mm-hmm. from the Czech Republic. Doing co-commentary duty on the Sunday, and I thought I thought they were both really good. Yeah, they were uh, great. Great addition to the, the commentary team, and mm-hmm. that sort of insider view and perspective and understanding mm-hmm. of the sport, uh, which I thought was was really really useful. And yeah, I, I enjoyed that. So anyway, getting on to the action. Oh yes, should we mention this now? About uh, too much man fanfare. The, the Grand Prix are now being live streamed on the on the, the Olympic, channel. Official Olympic channel, the official Olympic channel, which is a big deal because it potentially. Uh, greatly increases the audience for really yeah. Uh to people who normally wouldn't wouldn't track it down, but it's there on
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the official Olympic channel stream. Turns out, can't get that live stream. The FIE, uh, sorry, the Olympic Channel live stream in the USA. No, nope. couldn't get it in Italy, but uh, so there was actually quite good reasons for that because um, Italian TV was was broadcasting the final stages live, so you can understand why they would put like, a yeah. block on that, some people mm-hmm. viewing it somewhere else, and apparently, I think it was Korea as well, right. Right? you, you couldn't, get, couldn't get the Olympic Channel live stream there, um, so that's that's a bit of a blunder, and um, I'm still not sure that censors, viewers, fans or whatever in the USA can actually track down any of the footage on the... No, uh, no,
0: as far Channel. as I know. And we were speculating about this, well, I was speculating about this earlier, that I think it's something to do with the NBC tie-up of the Olympic footage. Okay, it was sort of official broadcasts yeah. of, the, of
1: the Olympics. And
0: I, I, I've got, a f- I've just got, I mean, I'd, I'd have to do a double-check on this, but I've just got a feeling that the... The contract for that is tying up the streaming rights as well somehow because NBC were the only people in America doing the streaming during the Olympics. Right. So there's there must be something causing that, which is a bit of a shame to be completely honest. Because we're going to talk about the results of minute. yeah certainly so results.
1: Know. If you're an enthusiastic American fencer or follower of American mm-hmm. fencing, it was almost certainly a live stream that you would have wanted to have seen.
0: Yeah, and it's a big growth market.
1: Yeah. So uh, I yeah, think, I mean, big, big numbers so already. So it's a real shame. You know. Yeah. So uh hopefully that that'll get resolved. Uh, I mean the thing was I actually didn't watch it on the um Olympic Channel feed, I watched it on um FIE Fencing's YouTube channel right. um, as I've you know, as I've done watching watching live streams for a year, so i kind of forgotten that the Olympic Channel stream was going to be going. So as far as I'm aware though, they were you know the content was exactly the same, same commentator, same mm-hmm. same video footage. So I don't know whether that would be a workaround for American viewers, but you would need to be uh, sort of reasonably determined if Yeah, uh, I
0: think so. If or unless that was the case, and there are guides out there for how you get around to walking. are we going to recommend that yeah, anybody does that, I'm no, not encouraging that. No, no, but 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 it's still a shame because it should be this stuff should be easy. And, yeah, and, 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 and the whole and, and, thing about making
1: making the sport accessible to as wide an audience as possible. So that's yeah. a, um, a bit of a fail, and on hopefully
0: one that can be can be resolved before, yeah. and then, before is the next uh, Grand Prix happens. There's still a lot of good though. There's still a lot of good stuff to say about this because the FA moving. In the FIE are moving in the right direction. I mean, definitely
1: getting get fencing onto the, um, onto the, onto the channels. Yeah, everything.
0: and it was well presented and everything like that. And, you know, the the whole package, was, it did it did kind of work quite well, I thought. I still think there was a sm- few small presentation issues which you just need to iron out. I think some cards which tell you about the fencers if you're watching. Yeah, a little more background. I mean, it's always helpful. Um, yeah. I McQueen does tell you, but it, it, what I mean is, you know, that thing you always get in, like, tennis or... Uh, any any sort of individual sport where you get yeah, the card they're, of they're, stats,
1: they're six feet tall, they're twenty five years old, they weigh yeah. uh, one hundred and sixty exactly. pounds, they're left handed, right handed, yeah, open. all that sort of thing would be would be really, really useful yeah. to, to have certainly to um, well to, to remind even people who are reasonably dedicated for us mm-hmm. or you might find a bit of information that you you didn't know, but for somebody who's relatively new to watching um, watching world class fencing, I, I think that sort of thing would be really yeah. helpful. Yeah. So that's another. another I'm sure that's I'm our, I'm our, our list to, to, to Dave Baker.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it's on the cards. But at the same time, I did feel I was watching, going, "Oh, we're just nearly there. Just, yeah. just a little, one more push, guys. One more, edging, push. edging closer to it." Yeah. So anyway, getting getting on to the actual fencing. So um, wounds for first.
1: Uh, great day for the Americans. I, I watched quite a lot of this, and certainly all the later stages. Um, the, I suppose the well, surprises of the day. Um, Olympic champion uh, Derek Lozova went out in the last 32. A bit of a surprising one there. Uh, but other familiar faces in the, in the later stages. Um, Ariana Rigo again, nominators offensive close, close fencer on the planet. Um, back to back to Fencing Foil, after a little lighting at Sabre yeah. a few weeks beforehand. Um, so we had, in the semi-final, we had an America- Italy-America-Italy mm-hmm. uh, match-up. Uh, so in, in the first one, uh, we had... Uh, Lee Kiefer, um, who is tiny.
0: Well, yes. What's the... Uh, An uh, um, elfin. Yeah, she really is. Yeah. I, I mean, she she's she very young slight. as well. I, was, yeah. I, was, I mean, honestly, she, uh, she's a name that's familiar to me, so I didn't... I, it's never twigged to me before quite how slight she is, but it was obvious that she was on the piece. Yeah, really. a, and
1: certainly facing against Ariana Ugo, who's tall and powerful. Mm. A real, real contrast in uh, in physiques you know you should just kind of show the kind of reassuring thing that there's uh, no no one size that's going to guarantee no. success in no. um, and absolutely tremendous fight a defensive masterclass uh, it's brilliant for, I, for I watched it fight. as well absolutely brilliant um, because the really a very attacking fencer so it's like long guard ready fencer and she's immediately moving mm-hmm. forward difficult to stop mm-hmm. um, difficult to parry but um keeper came up with so many different ways of disrupting and breaking up the attack or drawing the attack out when she wanted, and she hit her with every sort of defensive action you could
0: think of. It was fantastic. It was amazing. It was amazing because she was all over her. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. She was just all over her uh, reboot. She did pull it back a little bit towards the end, but it was just never in doubt. Yeah. You know, you never. Yeah. I never sort of watching. Oh, we're going to get a great comeback, and it's going to. We're going to talk about this great. I never felt that. Yeah. Always felt that. You know, she was just doing her thing. Yeah, just, in, in no. control of the fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Under pressure, under the sort of um,
1: uh, forward, forward movement pressure mm-hmm. from from Ego, but yeah, yeah, came up with so many different answers to mm-hmm. to that. it was yeah, it was great. It was yeah, really, yeah. really impressive fight. I'm, I can't actually think of a a, a women's four fight that I've enjoyed so much for precisely that sort of contrast of styles and physiques. Yeah. and uh, perhaps a, a slight underdog yeah. I mean, I mean well, ranked,
0: I think she was ranked number three in the world going, mm-hmm. going into that um, I wonder if see something a little bit controversial okay, okay. which I, I wonder, um, which we haven't really talked about, is I wonder if this is women's foil finally getting to grips with the world as it is now. remember it went to that period where it was kind of st- I don't want really to use the word stale but it was a bit for one of a better
1: oh, <laughs> of a better term that's uh, strong it's, um, you're doing your best to alien, alienate a good chunk
0: of our audience well uh, look like, I'm sure this, the women's foil will come and beat me up you know I just, yeah I think there's every chance it's, I think it's going to happen but yeah. it's fine I don't mean that it does sound harsh okay I do mean it harshly but I was genuinely impressed by what I saw I'm sure, and it felt to me like we'd finally turned the corner right. and you know women's foil was spot on this is what you want to be seeing. Okay. That's that, yeah, I want to be, I want to make the positive comment. This is what I'm trying to say here, is it? I, I don't remember watching women's foil for quite a long time I'm actually going and enjoying this. Right. Okay. Way. So there you go. So. Yeah. Well, certainly that was, a, that
1: was an absolutely tremendous fight. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that. So in the other semi final, um, the sort of foreign fencer in, in women's foil, uh, Nicole Ross, who, who won her first World Cup medal mm-hmm. at the season opener in Cancun and then took uh, second place in Sam. Second place in Sandmour or did she middle again? Well, second place in Synmo, I think yeah. second. Yeah. Um matching up against uh, Alicia Volpe of Italy in the, yeah. in the other semi-final. And again, Volpe's very, very attacking fencer. On guard very mm-hmm. she's moving forward. And and what you might have expected beforehand is that Nicole Ross would look for that same kind of defensive solution that uh to come up with against Irigo. But instead she went Totally opposite, yep. opposite track, and said, "Right, I'm not. I'm not just going to be pushed backwards. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to yeah, go it and Great. Her. It was again. It was great. Uh, and that looked uh, that was like a genuine surprise for Alicia. For yeah. I, I don't think many people have, have gone. Right, I'm not having that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so sort of a a virtuosos attacking performance. It was great. It's not not we perhaps would have expected to say, How is this fight going to look? And she has, it looked like she had such a nice hand as well. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I, until the season, I've not really seen terribly much of. Of Nicole Ross, for instance.
0: I was really impressed. I was, I was genuinely impressed. And she was just pulling out these hits, seemingly from nowhere, I thought. You know, you, you would see the build up from Volpe. You, you know, you, again, there was a bit of a height difference, I remember. Not a great one, but it, there was a height difference. Uh, again, um, Volpe was pretty tall, yeah. Right. But, oh, yeah. But anyway, the, so I was, I, you were seeing sort of the time it was just amazing. She was just uh, she was putting the hand in the right place, doing the right thing. There was some really nice kind of nice cut of time of. I just watched yeah. the Nice, it's great got yes. that fencing was fantastic that
1: yeah. no, was good you stuff know. yeah I agree so, so in the end uh, we got an, an all-American final with uh, Kiefer against Ross and, and sadly it proved to be a little bit of a, an anti-climax the Kiefer got off to a flying star I think she got about 5 nothing up Nicole Ross called it back to I think about 5-3 at the end of the first period mm-hmm. I think that's right but she yeah. was kind of clearly struggling towards the end of that, that first first period uh, cramp, cramping the mm-hmm. front leg yeah. like right leg and uh, once, once your cramp sets in, that's, that's your day done. Unless you've got, um, you know, the offenser that's, you know, determined to throw themselves onto your point, and that's not going to no. be the case with Lee Kiefer. She's far too smart, moves far too well. That's right. And she had um, a nice
0: big lead. There's no need for her to chase it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, in the end, uh, Lee Kiefer ran out a, yeah. a very comfortable winner. Um, slightly sorry that uh, Nicole Ross you know, yeah. couldn't, couldn't stave off uh, cramp for another, another 10 minutes. But, I mean, it is a tough day. Yeah. And it does happen. Lots of fences will, will get cramped. I mean, Lawrence is making
0: this so. comment in the commentary. You know, that you, this happens, you know, it's a big a big turret, it's true you know, after all, you know, and you've done a lot of fencing, it's, you know, cramp happens. Yeah. We've all had it. You know, yeah, had exactly. That, you know, so. it's, it's, it's no fun it does, it? Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's, it's your, your, your day's done once, it's, it's yeah. and you're not going to make a miraculous recovery. To, yeah.
0: to give all credit to Ross as well, she fought it out rather than just going, ah, that's it, we're oh, done with it. Yeah, her, she, she, had, she had, had to go at it. With yeah, but,
1: yeah, to be honest, it wasn't really going to happen at no. that stage once, you're, no. once the cramp sets in your life. Yeah. And I've never, you
0: know, again, I'm disagreeing with you because I've never seen the chorus before and, you know, I've nominated her as, like, my uh, sort of beautiful fencer of the moment, actually. Yeah, no, it's a yeah. real, real good variety of uh, mm-hmm.
1: stuff in fence fencing, yeah. It was uh, really good to watch, so,
0: yeah. First, uh, first Grand
1: Prix. That's the women's side. A triumph for USA. Yeah, nobody at home can actually watch it. Is, uh, <laughs> it's a real shame because it's a uh, it's a great day, it? it is. I mean, uh, sort of breaking that monopoly of what you usually expect to see mm. is lots of Italians and Russians in the um, semi-final and final, and yeah, two two Italians finishing third, but an American one. Two uh, has happened before. I, I suspect possibly not. No, but it was uh, yeah, really
0: impressive from the from the American women there. So that takes us to Sunday in mm. Men's. So uh, I'll take this one on. So, yeah, yeah. Well, again, I mean, I watched the finals in on this one, and again, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um our winner here is a, a little bit unexpected, in my opinion, mm-hmm. Okay, but it was uh, Alessio Focconi of Italy. Yep. And Focconi is a quality fencer, we've talked about this offline, he is a quality fencer. I just still didn't think he would do this, I, I thought it was good, but I'm watching him fencing and I thought he just looked tremendous, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, uh,
1: again, loose variety, yeah. uh, big long attacks. Um, I was going to say a sort of circle flick to shoulder but it's not really he sort of sweeps the blade up and then drops the point on and that was his finishing hit in the final yeah, that was
0: a beautiful hit absolutely uh, beautiful
1: and uh, yeah sort of full modern mix of defensive actions when, when yeah. you press backwards sort of counter Tags blocks parry, mm-hmm. posts, a bit of everything there and yeah there's a real balanced performance from him and, yeah. and like you say uh, a slight surprise I mean he's been I don't think he's been in the Italian team at the World Championships before did make the starting line up for uh, Tokyo in the, in the Italian team there, but he's been sort of largely overshadowed by if you like, the sort of superstars in Italian yeah. fencing. And it's something we talked about: um, Italian Italian fencing produces superstars, and Ficconi up till now hasn't really been one of those. It's been very good; mm-hmm. produced some some excellent results. I mean, he was second in Cairo at the beginning of the season, but this is his first his first big one. He did win the European Games last year, which is a kind of you know it was a multi sport Right, okay um, European only thing Which From a fencing Point of view Was kind of actually attended a few, a few big names But mm-hmm. really Full strength teams From, from all round So I'm pretty sure This is the first World Cup or Grand Prix win And did it in excellent style It was re- really entertaining Alex Marcellus in second place Yeah uh, Fence well uh, But so saw I, I, I did watch quite a lot of um, This rather than, rather than Just the latest stages mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, Marcellus Looking as thoroughly efficient as he... he always as looks he, efficient. As, he, as he, pretty much he always does. But,
0: uh, yeah, well beaten in the final. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I actually thought... I genuinely thought Alex would just win because he's efficient. He's obviously... He's right up there at the top. You know... He's, one he's so consistent. You kind of almost don't expect
1: him to... He's always surprised when he does oh. lose to somebody. So when he lost the final of the, the Olympics to, to Grosso, that was a surprise. Yeah. He, he looked so efficient against Richard Dries in the finals. I just thought, yeah, no, he's he's going to power his way through, mm-hmm. um, and it, I think it does take somebody fencing outstandingly well to beat him. You know, if you you need to be absolutely at your best to, yeah. uh, to beat Alex myself Because although he finished second here, his lead at the top of the world bank is absolutely enormous. He's got about best part fifty percent more points than anybody else.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, but again, for, 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 for just did look amazing. I thought, yeah, brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. And then obviously we've got our next big, uh, our next big surprise in uh, our next bronze medalist, which is uh, Hugon Kim of Korea. Yeah, an uh, uh, almost entirely unheralded uh, Korea.
1: I think he was what 120 something in the world yep. going uh, going into Turin um, as a, a storming day and into the middle. else. So he did look thoroughly delighted to be there. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, I, so sort of, listened to the commentary on this one, he was a bit outclassed in his, in his bronze medal match. I felt. Oh, in the semi-final days. In the semi-final, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry. you the semi-final, he was a bit outclassed, and he went down Like a bit of a pace then, and he looked, he looked tired. Do you know what I mean? This is clearly not uh, prepped for this. Well, <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> well, certainly it's his first time then, um, having yeah. having that long a run at uh, a Grand Prix or World Cup. So, um, yeah, you can understand that he perhaps is yeah. a bit done in by that stage. And then what you have is uh, the, the super-efficient efficient, as Alex Masiala yeah. meeting for you at the other end of the piece. That's, that's not going to fill your heart no. with joy, is it?
0: No. But because just like cause, you know I, I I expect I'm gonna have to go back now and watch his earlier rounds I think mm-hmm. to see exactly what he was like because I don't feel that when I was, I was watching this going really this guy um,
1: Yeah, he no, did be in the last, last eight, last sixteen. Yeah, he did in the last yeah, eight. That's, that's right. And fence, fence brilliantly. I mean, what you would expect from a Korean fencer? Incredibly fast, very mobile, immense mm-hmm. I mean, work work ethic and work rate in the fight, mm-hmm. um, and and
0: well worth his win there. Yeah, so I mean, like, I mean, good on him making he's getting a, getting a bronze medal. He just in that in that semi, he just looked a little bit done. In I felt it wasn't. I mean, there was uh, the guys were sort of chatting about this on the, on the on the feed, and they were saying, "Well, maybe maybe he's got the bronze, and he's just happy with that." I was like, no, "No, no, he's not going to be happy with that." Yeah, I think he the best game well, Not exactly. that much further, and I could win this exactly. I, I think he definitely wanted it, but I just don't think he had any gas left in the tank. I genuinely think that because he was. Uh, I remember watching this, thinking, "What's he doing with his arm?" <laughs> as he was running forward he was going forward and he had that lovely sort of flowing sort of footwork that the Koreans have but his arm was like pumping backwards behind him and forward and but I was like what are you doing you know and I, I didn't watch it going oh I'm going to have to watch the rest of his face because I, I, he got he got a pasting and then that was <laughs> that you know <laughs> <laughs> nicely <to> summarise <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, look seriously he's on, he's another one to put on the list to watch because he yeah. he's came from nowhere literally came from nowhere got a bronze in Turin right so we're going to be watching it for that guy again we're okay. going to have to see if he does it twice yeah it's you not know? just
1: a, a you know a single lightning yeah. strike
0: yeah
1: uh, and the other the other bronze medalist uh, is uh, Enzo Lafford Yeah, good seeing him back he's uh, he looks like an absolute superstar at the end of the sort of 2013 2014 season I think he was like second or third in the world there and then his form since then has really been pretty disastrous and I think this may well be the first time he's been on a, a podium at a World Cup in the like Grand Prix since then um, When he's fencing well it looks absolutely fantastic uh, Hugely athletic Massive long lunge mm. Great to watch Yeah But he's He's hardly been able to buy A win in a D For, for the last Last wee well, And uh, uh, It was good to see him hitting some sort of form again yeah. It's nice to see him back Up at the Up at the interesting end Of a, of a, of a Grand Prix mm.
0: It's interesting as well Just looking down through Some of the Now we talked about the, the finals here Looking down at the name, I mean again Anyone is anyone is at this event. Really? Well, actually, the um, Brits were there. Um, although you you will have to look quite a long way down the list to spot them. Which uh, oh, yes. Cruz
1: making his first outing since since Rio went straight in the last sixty four. Mm-hmm. Then Peggs fought through the fought through the pools and actually fenced very well there uh, and good. got a bye. Very good. After that, straight into sixty four and, mm-hmm. and narrowly lost out against uh, against a Russian. And again, it was a young British squad, mm-hmm. um, at this. Uh, no James Davis, who was, well, his own words, uh, resting up for this one. Okay. Which is fair enough. And Marcus Megstedt, again, missing, still touring Central and South America, I think. Oh, right, okay. Uh, but hopefully, uh, those two will both be back, uh, for Paris in New Year. Yeah. But, um, a lot of young Brits there. Bird, Lloyd, Minot, Birch, all either mm-hmm. just out of juniors or still juniors. Okay. Um, and while, you know, again, none of them you know, none of them stormed through to later stages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see a, a young British squad yeah, okay. um, at these things, and you know, getting their getting the experience, getting the taste of what these things are like. And you know, none of them did so they, they all they all put in a decent stint for a, a first run at one of these mm-hmm. things. So that's encouraging that we've yeah. we've got a big squad because having had the sort of focus on the on the team and the yeah, team, just yeah. decided for the last last few years, um, it's nice to see a, a young a young British squad. Mm-hmm. Getting its getting its foot in the door. Yeah,
0: so I was looking down through the, the you know the last eight and the, the sixteen, and you know obviously a uh, uh, Picchu watch there. He's, he made the sixteen. Uh, oh yes, and that's the other thing. That's um, uh, Baldini watch something. With,
1: oh uh, yes, uh, we, so remember uh, Baldini was back for for Turin. I didn't do starting well. He made it through to the last thirty-two, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, good good to know that he's not he's not disappeared altogether. You do get a, the opportunity to put in more entries. You're hosting a Grand Prix or a World Cup. So it'll be interesting to see if he if he's then back in full fold for Paris when their, their numbers will be reduced down to, yeah. to twelve again. Whether he's now deemed surplus to requirements, I hope not because I like I like watching. Yeah, again. exactly. Yeah. Good to see him. What was the
0: event where he did the he did the pre-event? He did the, sec- the satellite event. Once, was that? Uh, that
1: was in Cancun. There was a women's foil. Yeah, the women's foil World Cup in Cancun. Uh, in the run-up to that, there was a I mean, it's foil satellite. he did that. I think he spent a bit of time in. In America, after after the Olympics, actually, right? Is so that, that explains like, uh, why so that that was way. kind of sort of in the in the area or <laughs> something <laughs> yeah. that thought, well, why not I'll pop in? Yeah, uh, very and good. And then, uh, so not, yeah. Then um, Clybrink, sixteen. Yeah, again, another another decent performance, and you know, pushing up towards the mm-hmm. the top end of, of world class events again. So, yeah, uh, again, not not a new name, but one to one to perhaps forward. Definitely to not a new his, name. Uh, one to forward to see how he's the uh, sort
0: of returned to the serious business uh, mm. continues. Um, and I, I suppose one one I'm to say that, obviously, you know, it's like, I think the one thing I'd like to say is that, you know, races down there and not just made the last 16 this time around. Yeah, did he make 16, actually? So was, uh, of course, at this, he's uh, got, he got 11th. So he must oh, yeah, done, yeah, sorry,
1: you're right. Yeah, he lost to Kassara, having been a long way up.
0: Ooh, when was um, the last time
1: that happened? Well, I mean, the recently, thanks they the recent in the final, final semi-final at, um, at Cairo, hmm. the season's opener, um, and he absolutely... Uh, thrashed Cassara there. It was a uh, fifteen-six or something. Mm-hmm. And again, it looked like he was uh, well on his way to to dishing it another thrash, and he just kind of lost the thread a bit.
0: because uh, right. uh, got past him with a with a fifteen-fourteen. This Kassara's obviously looking a little bit. He's used to be brilliant, but he's not quite brilliant. More made the last eight here, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's been a steady start for him in the, in the three the work, work,
1: well two World Cups and a Grand Prix that we've had so far. Yeah. So not not in serious danger of winning any of them so far and uh, uh, maybe maybe that that's yeah maybe uh, that's actually, now, now yeah. slightly beyond them but still still making a use of himself
0: uh, pretty late in the day
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah like I, I quite like Cassandra as a fencer okay yeah which might be a little bit controversial but I do like him as a fencer okay so
1: that, that wraps it up that was our um, yep yeah.
0: that was our, our first Grand Prix weekend it's quite exciting I, I
1: think. producing some some fantastic fencing mm-hmm. uh Great weekend for the American women. Nice to see Coney taking a, a first win. Some exciting fencing there. And not quite American dominance in the men's, but, well, we've had two World Cups and a Grand Prix. Yeah. We've had two, two different American winners and uh, another American taking second. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the description of the current time being a, a golden age for American men's foil, I think, yeah. seems uh, uh, pretty fair. Yeah, and I think so. Good, good to see the uh, women joining the party
0: as well this weekend. Mm-hmm. So next up, we've, we're going to discuss our, um, well, we, before we go, we just mentioned the last thing on the Olympic channel, mm-hmm. which is uh, racing Golubitsky's uh, homage to Nine and a Half Weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're, you probably have to be a certain age for Nine and a Half Weeks to have any sort of resonance with you at all. Uh, I can't even remember, uh, probably what, early 90s? I think it seemed like late
0: 80s. Is yeah, it,
1: it's like 89, 88 I think.
0: Yeah, 80, I don't a, a fairly terrible film at the time. I sort of, I'm not even sure, sure quite how you would describe it. Um, I'm trying hard not to say what I think. It, how you should describe it, I'm just going to call it an erotic thriller. I think that's okay. the way. That's the way you're going to call it. Yeah, you know? I mean fairly mainstream. Like, we're not talking anything really nasty here. No, you?
1: no. But yeah, on I'm, we're going to have to post a, a link in this post on our, both yeah. our show notes. I think on the website um, and on our Facebook page. But um, trying to describe it. Is, is difficult. Basically, we have uh, in Turin for, uh, for the Grand Prix they uh, have this little video that appears on uh, the Olympic channel of Rhys Imboden and his coach Sergei Golubitsky um, sitting in a restaurant. It's described as a, as a tasting challenge and Imboden is duly blindfolded while Golubitsky feeds him uh, an assortment of cheeses and meats and uh, Rhys has to guess what they are and then rules are reversed and it was just I think just about
0: the most bizarre <laughs> uh, fencing-related that I've, I've seen for a very, very long time. It was hilarious. It was actually hilarious. And I, I, lo- I do love some of the little videos that the Olympic channel put together. Because you've got this one, which I thought was hilarious. I, genu- yep. I, did, I did burst out laughing when I watched it. And then there was the the clip that they found of LeFour beating Simone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, 14 old in, the, in yeah. the last 64. Uh, as I say,
1: uh, that's exactly the sort of fight that LeFour... Has lost on a regular basis over the last last couple of years, uh, but he does finally clinch a win here with a 15-14 against his teammate. Yeah. Um, at which point, uh, Simon uh, collapses like he'd been uh, picked off by a sniper in the stand.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a great. Is it? I mean, again, we're going to have to put this on the Facebook pages because uh, it's a it's, it's another a lovely little clip. I think uh, another one that was everybody, everybody. I watched this one at work, Mm-hmm. And everybody was just watching me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> laugh loud at this clip as I was sitting here eating a sandwich. Yeah. you know. Oh, Well, actually one other thing I was going
1: to mention about um, uh, the weekend, uh, about the Grand Prix in Turin, was Coney's coach, who, who I didn't recognise, oh, uh, I must admit. And it took a bit of effort for us to find out uh, what his name was. And it was, I would think, uh, Filippo Romagnoli. Now, most people, when you think about what a fencing coach at, at the side of the piece or the side of the strip looks like, is uh, very serious, very... Uh, very intent, usually quite grumpy, quite aggressive and a bit confrontational. Cherry mm, um, a little bit of yeah, a Almost take, take your pick. Yeah, uh, yeah. It seems to be the sort of standard uh, way of working for, for coaches. And thinking thinking of what, what i like at side, i probably fit that. I mean, are quite grumpy and yeah. at the best of times, yeah. but, um, so perhaps it's not so much of an act for, her, for me. But this, this guy was great. He was full of smiles. And he looked like somebody who was um, at a competition with one of his mates having a bit of a laugh. Every time Fulcone scored a, an amazing hit, and he scored loads of them, it was just a look of, of genuine delight uh, on, on Romagnoli's face, um, which I found
0: tremendous. I get the impression, because obviously we had to look this up before this, we recorded this, and I had a look on his Facebook page, and I had a little look, look around at Ficone's Facebook page, and I just get the impression they're good pals.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's something you know, what, uh, what it seems like. I mean, Fulcone's not like that, and he's, he's pretty intense and full of yeah, plenty is. of shouting yeah. and fist-pumping and... Or the usual thing that you sort of expect, but the, this much more sort of relaxed presence inside the of the the piece this, is clearly working a treat for Furlong yeah. because he's in uh, tremendous form and has just just won a, won a Grand Prix. And it, it didn't sort of make me think a little bit about how much of piece side coaching is is an act, and that we now we kind of expect coaches to to act a, a particular way. Yeah. And when you see something like like this guy, it came it came as a sort of genuine sort of surprised me.
0: That's not what coaches (laughs) do, yeah, exactly. I mean, I I I remember I know exactly what you're talking about. He was kind of smiling, and there was a a genuine chemistry between the two. Mm -hmm. And it did kind of, I I had to bring Max into this, but I'm gonna bring him into this. But I can't remember which event it was, but Max had a different coach, right? Standing next to him, there was a guy who was kind of like well dressed in a leather jacket and jeans. I can't remember who it was, but it was clearly somebody he's worked with or is a coach. But this guy just looked cool outside the piece, he wasn't really interacting in any he wasn't doing the happy thing that we're talking about and he certainly wasn't doing the grumpy thing that we, we expect from coaches. Yeah. He was just there looking H- kind H- of cool. Yeah. He looked like some guy just, it could be Max's dad for a know. to be honest, but yeah. he just looked calm and was sort of watching. I remember watching this going, is he, because he wasn't in, wasn't in a tracksuit. you expect these guys to be sitting there on tracksuits. Yeah. I sat sitting there watching, is, is this guy actually a coach? I, mean, I I don't quite know what he's doing here. Yeah, some random yeah. passerby.
1: Or, yeah, yeah, and he just all sort
0: of walked up and they have a chat a minute and hands me his water yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. anyway. So that was a little side for the uh,
1: yeah. touring weekend. I thought, I thought it was interesting. As I say, it sort of took me by, sufficiently by
0: surprise when I saw that kind like a different approach that I, mm-hmm. I thought I would mention yeah. yeah. So anyway. So we've got a couple of small things to sort of just close off before we finish up. Mm. Um, so you posed the question, what makes beautiful fencing? Yeah, no, I did pose this question on
1: our on our Facebook page, and I didn't get a huge response. I then um, shared it on my own Facebook page and got you know twenty times as many replies. And it's clearly a, a hugely subjective thing. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a lot of, lot of love for a variety of Um uh, Daniel Garrotz got he's the man of the moment. I think quite a lot of quite a lot of mentions. Again, probably not a name that you would have particularly chosen now, even a, even a year ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, know, I agree.
1: But, amazingly, uh, winning an Olympic gold medal probably makes your, your fencing seem a, a great deal more attractive. Yeah, well,
0: and then, obviously, everyone's your fan. And yeah, that's right. That, yeah, think, they've been your yeah. fan forever.
1: And, yeah, I'm still, still trying to work out what it is that, you know, fences that I like watching, what it is about them that... I struggled with this. Is, so. yeah, and yeah, I think I mean, it is very hard to put your finger on. But the only thing that I could think of when I think of the various fences I like watching are different weapons. The things that delight me about their fencing is usually... A relatively classical technique. I don't want to see anything too weird. No wackiness. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not really a big fan of wacky. Um, uh, Variety. Uh Being able to get a good good range of hits. Um, And quality of movement. Uh, That's quite Mm. hard to to define even with that. Because it's not always that it has to be beautifully fluent or incredibly fast. Uh, But there's a sort of, I think, quality of movement actually separates sensors that I don't mind watching for ones that I actually genuinely enjoy watching. I think that's actually yeah. What I've decided was so, so a decisive example. decisive factor for me yeah. what, what makes a, a fencer's fencing beautiful rather than good or effective. I mean there are loads of uh, very effective fencers mm-hmm. um that, that I don't enjoy watching. No I can, no, like, no. I can admire their efficiency yeah. Yeah. but it's not the same as actually yeah. Like, and I, and I
0: agree with that. I mean like I, I just threw out Baldini there as we're sort of speaking because if you're thinking about sort of in the modern era, which is the other the other sort of caveat of this, mm. um, of a fencer that you enjoy watching for loads of different reasons, think is one of the first ones that comes to my mind. Yeah, you know because I do genuinely love watching. But this is one of the reasons I'm a bit sad might be believing us. You know what I mean? I'm going to something Yeah, like hopefully not. No, or or he's encouraged, even, encouraged by his presence and cheering. Sure, yeah, because he's just he's just a beautiful fence. I mean, when he was one of the all stars, absolutely my favourite one to watch. Yeah, so smooth, calm. Not always calm, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite excitable, no, But yeah, no, exactly. But 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 there was just
1: always something about him, some a, a kind of aura and uh, a, a seeming sort of self belief that yeah. uh, whatever he did would would work. And he would do things that were surprising and didn't necessarily
0: make sense. Not to the point of being wacky, yeah. But oh well, no, definitely. is not wacky. He is very classical in his approach. Like Yopich, somebody said Yopich. Okay, uh, yes. right now I don't like Yopich's fencing. I'm going to be straight up there. I, I've been complaining about how bad I think Yopich actually is for a long time now. He's ruthlessly efficient. That's the best mm. way of describing him. He's, he has changed a lot, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, he's gone through sort of various phases of yeah. his fencing, and, and I, I wouldn't
1: describe his fencing as beautiful, but I, I do enjoy watching him. He's certainly He's not. He's not one where I go, oh my god, that's horrible, and I can't watch any more of that. Whereas there are others that. See, I, I can't what,
0: wa- I, I don't, I genuinely don't like the way that Yopich went. I, he's better now, I can I can sort of tolerate him now, but I remember, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he's glad, I, I'm sure Yopich is probably crying that I'm saying this, you know. Yeah. But I remember that, I remember watching him, oh, I can't remember what event it was, I remember sitting watching him going, he looks like a table. He had that kind of weird punch <laughs> forward, hand in front of him, massive bib. I was just like, oh, what is this? Um, and I, I just, no, I've just never kind of warmed his style. I mean, I, I admire the guy before he. Obviously, world class. He's been very successful for Germany, all that kind of stuff. You can't fault the guy, right? But Does that's flip side of this. It doesn't. Doesn't, it doesn't mean you have to enjoy watching. offense. You know, yeah, no, exactly. exactly. And it doesn't. Set, it doesn't set me on fire, if you know what I mean. And so, so obviously, my my thing here is Epi, and I really struggled. I actually went flat on it eventually, and I went for Gabriel Bochko, which okay. has for a long, long time been a offensive that I've admired because, and sort of obviously, there's some history with Hungarians here, but the there's something about the way that Gabor Fences which I've always liked something to do with his hand speed the accuracy you know the way that he does it all Mm. Um, and he's been very successful in the past you know and he's also quite big and he has that kind of there's something about that sort of physicality that I quite like and that is an element that I enjoy in Epi right is that the the sort of physicality of it all you know the fact that you can get these sort of people who can sort of muscle away in, and they're still very efficient, all that, that, that kind of thing, I really like. Is, yeah. a, a lot that that does appeal to me. But having said that, if we go outside of the modern era, you know, like my, my all-time hero has been Pavel Kolobkov, mm-hmm. which you might describe as being a bit wacky to look at, I think, because he's not classically good. It's certainly not
1: classical. And you I know, had to pick somebody from the from the same era or similar era, um, the French pommeler. Oh, and
0: Shrekky. No, no, no. no um, Younger than that. Ooh, lunch, I think you might me. what mean. What, Christian Yeah. Uh, no. Which one? <laughs> Both of them. Uh, Fabrice. <laughs> Fabrice. Yeah. Oh, Fabrice was beautiful to watch. Yeah. Really smooth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, again, then
1: uh, din- the din- din- quality of movement, I think, is uh, uh, the decisive factor for yeah. you know, what, what was beautiful. Anyway, okay. that was just a little aside. Yeah. I thought I was curious to, to see what, what names people would
0: come up with and and what it was about the fencing. Mm. I, mean, I, did much I, just, I just want to mention my last thing about Pavel as well. Mm-hmm. The other thing I liked about Pavel's fencing was he was clearly psychic. He had a... <laughs> I, I mean, how, how on earth would Pavel know that someone was going to do that? And how on earth would he pull out those hits? Yeah, You saw him do it time and time again, It's just something about the way that he would present himself to his opponent, which would make them do something completely stupid, and then they, then he would just pick it up and hit them. And there was just always something about that. And I just... And, I've, I've been a long time admirer of Pavel, obviously. Uh, so that this is why I find it difficult to "Go, what's beautiful?" Because
1: yeah. so we're now doing a little bit of relatively classic technique, um, variety, quality of movement, and the ability to read minds. Okay, so. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: exactly. Or yeah, or, or make them do things they don't want to do. I guess, <laughs> right. you know? You know, yeah. So okay. uh, so so. But, uh, well, we should keep this going, I think. I think yeah, I think it's, it's, it's it's probably feel
1: maybe one of those things you could, you could discuss almost forever about what constitutes beautiful fencing. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw it in there to see uh, see what your thoughts were on um, why some fences are beautiful uh, without necessarily willing, yeah. uh, whereas others may win all the time and their fencing is just not
0: what not you really want to see. Yeah. We should do the ugly fencing at some point as well. And see who we get out of that one. Who's your who's yeah, your favourite ugly I'm, fencer? I'm not sure
1: I want to to be a, a party to drawing up that kind of that kind of a list. You, well we'll, you, we'll go with what the fans say. You're, you're, you're gonna make enemies doing that. Well
0: okay, fine, we will do that one then. Which brings us finally to our, our nominees for uh, this round of coolest fencer of the planet. Yeah,
1: there's been so much going on actually,
0: I've not I've not drawn up a short list, but a
1: few that spring to mind are ones that we've mentioned at uh, various stages of the podcast. Um Anna Van Bremen.
0: Yeah,
1: For her maiden win in China Um, Didn't see it So that's actually maybe the only thing that's that's Stopping me for pushing that one A little bit harder Sanyu Ko For his again um, a maiden win And a properly impressive one that I did get to see um, In Giora Hungary in the Men's Sabre And again another winner And we don't always pick winners as our um, Coolest fencer on the planet But I think the, the winners that we've had over the last month or so Have been sufficiently cool and refreshing, and I mm-hmm. knew that they're going to get the nomination. If it was some, some entirely familiar name that's been hanging around winning stuff for for a yeah. years, that wouldn't be enough to to count as being cool. No. Um, but I'll go for my my third nomination in that case. Um, it's going to be uh, Lee Kiefer simply because she was absolutely immense in Turin at the weekend uh, See, I won- uh, and a joy to watch.
0: And my one for, for from the same event? has got to be Nicole Nicole Rossi. She's gone. On, she's gone on that hot streak right now. And um, when I saw her uh, fence, I was actually going, "Oh, amazing! I like this." Right. let uh, talk about this beautiful fence that was really good. I thought, yeah. and I was watching this lovely movement and everything like that. So, I mean, that was definitely that would definitely be someone I would like to nominate. Okay. Um, and I think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go for Max this Maybe. time. I'm gonna. Wow. Well, but uh, but you made the last eight in Buenos Aires. Well, okay. Well, let's let's do Max. He did make the last eight this time. But I can't watch it. I didn't see it. It's going to yeah, be beautiful okay. to watch. Of right? course, yeah. It's going to be absolutely beautiful to watch. But I don't feel comfortable nominating someone I haven't seen yet. Okay. So the other one, I'd actually, I think, I'm going to go for another two then because you went for three. I did. Would think. be uh, Fakoni for winning. Yeah, looking tri- like absolutely tremendous. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. And the other one would be Kim. I know I saw ah, okay. him. I, I know I saw him, and I wasn't impressed with what I saw. And. And, you know, I put, I yeah, put all the, the He like Star, his, yeah. he had his, he had his pan locked, and that was it. He was, <laughs> th- there was nothing left in the bottle. You know, but all I've heard about this is that it was a great run and genuinely impressive in the world rounds. And you saw more of that than either, I did. Uh, yeah. So uh, I think I think it would be nice to nominate Kim. You know,
1: okay. I like the underdog
0: story. So you know. So what do you think?
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I, I probably kind of slightly sort of pressed my press my case for the, for the previous one. So I'm, as I to say, because I've. I didn't give a whole load of thought this time round to who was the who would make sense to, to nominate the coolest fencer on the planet. I'm I'm gonna let you make the executive decision on who, who gets the, the much coveted coolest <coughs> fencer on All the right, planet okay.
0: award for, for, for this podcast. Round. for this one. So it's, it's the one time only offer guys, we well, okay. so make the okay. most of it. Don't mess <laughs> up. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go for Rossi then. Uh, Ross.
1: Oh, Ross Yeah, yeah Ross. Ross. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's uh, it's a perfectly good call. Uh it's yeah. been a tremendous form this season and uh, again yeah. a fencer making Making a breakthrough and then backing up with a, a series
0: of other results. Yeah. And uh, really, really good to watch. Yeah. Cause we did say one to watch and it looks like we we're right. Yeah. So that's that's cool. fences to around Nicole Ross. Well done, Nicole. Yeah. Congratulations. So I think that about wraps it up yes, this time. I think so.
1: Um, next podcast isn't going to be until sometime in the new year. Right. Uh, since we're comfortable in December. Uh, but I think there's another two Grand prix before then. I think uh, Epi and Dola and uh, Sabres, um going to Cancun. They're going to enjoy that. Uh, I'm sure they will. A bit, of, a bit <laughs> of, we will. Uh, a bit of winter sunshine. But presumably with it being a Grand Prix, there will actually be some live feed and commentary and live results
0: and actual useful stuff to let us know what's going on this time. Well, right. I pointed out that in the FIE magazine, the Scream, they did say that that was going to be the case. Excellent I should see that in the article. Okay, So, well, every Grand Prix get coverage, so we know that this time someone's going to turn on the electricity support. <laughs> okay. Thank
1: goodness for that. <laughs> you know.
0: Well, that's something to look forward to. Um, have a very good Christmas, everyone, uh,
1: yes. and we'll see you in the new year. Yes.